Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Well, I mean, listen, I don't want to sit there and tell you that, uh, you know, I saw this coming. But if the NBA and the NHL and the NFL, most importantly, if they were forced to merge uh, with Lamar Hunt with the NBA, uh, of course, uh, the ABA with uh, Stern, well, not with Stern, with Lawrence O'Brien, Lamar Hunt with Roselle, and of course, the WHA with the National Hockey League. If those three sports were forced to merge with competition, how the hell was the PGA Tour not going to have to figure out something with the live folks. Uh, they, they were just not going to be able to sit there and live with two different events. Too many of their big players had left. Uh, the PGA Tour had lost a lot of its buzz. Kepka turns around and wins at Oak Hill after a good showing by a lot of the live players. Of course, sitting there at uh, Masters. Lawsuits abound both ways. The DNP Tour there in Europe was in the mix too. Something had to be done. Uh, the golf is not a big enough deal. Never has been, never will be. It, it's a it's a niche sport. A lot of people play it, but it's still a niche toward on, niche sport on TV. And uh, from a powerful standpoint in the lineup of sports, there is no way that the PGA Tour is going to survive on a long-term basis with another tour breathing down its neck and taking players away. Four or five great players, top 20, top 25 guys in the world. The PGA Tour is not going to be able to withstand that. And eventually, they were going to have to come to the table. They came to the table a little quick quicker than I thought. They look like a bunch of horses' asses. There's egg on all of their faces, and there's a huge scrambled egg sitting on Jay Monahan's nose. He, of course, uh, you know, talking about 9-11 families when he talked about the folks who bailed to go play for the Live Tour and the sports washing that was going on with Saudi Arabia and everything else, yet he's the guy that makes the deal and even relinquishes his commissionership. He is not going to be the commissioner of this joint three-tour event Sure, that's going to be led by a Saudi. So it's not like uh, Monaghan, he's not going to run it. No, 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 he have a lot to say with it, but he's not going to run it. The, the Saudi is going to run it. So the idea, and we screamed and yelled about this for a long period of time with the likes of Lerner, we're trying to get on, with the likes of Chambly, trying to get on. Uh, Billy Andrade, we'll pass on Billy today, don't want to pick on him. Billy, Freddie Couples, he has already declared uh, that, and he works for PJ Radio, he is unavailable today through his agent. He will not be on anywhere to discuss this. And everybody on the PJ Tour will run and hide now. McElroy will run and hide. Rom will run and hide. They're all going to run to the hills because the bottom line is when push came to shove, uh, Monaghan and company, and maybe they even did this deal without the Tiger Woods of the world knowing. Who knows? But they signed an agreement with the sports washing crew in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and as a result of that, uh, you know, they are now basically, you know, part of the same crew that uh, bought Chambly and bought Werner and bought Mickelson uh, and bought, uh, you know, Garcia and Westwood, all the players that got all sorts of grief. Now they're joining hands with them a year and a half later. I mean, that's all you need to know about the phoniness of Monaghan and his crew with the PGA Tour. You can't scream and yell as vehemently as the PGA people did from its broadcasting wing all the way to the front office at Ponte Vedra. You can't sing and uh, scream and yell forever and ever and ever about what a disgrace this is. Turns your back on the PJ Tour. You turns your back on the tour that made you all this nonsense because they decided to make the run for money. You can't scream and yell about that since last February and then 14 months later... 
in the deep of the night, and it was. This is Bob Ursay bailing out of Baltimore. You can't sit there and all of a sudden sign a deal that basically makes you an equal partner with Liv and removes you and now into the second command as the guy who's going to lead the crew. You're not even leading it. The Saudis are, for crying out loud. And this is, and listen, I love Chambly, but the bottom money is he's fighting with Brad Faxon two weeks ago in Rochester about how Kepka should not be involved in the Ryder Cup team, which I thought was absurd. He had just won a major, for crying out loud. But, you know, whatever the case, you know, they realized they were not going to be able to compete with the Saudi money. They realized that the PJ Tour probably, having lost all these players, had lost a little luster. You know, maybe they they felt that, uh, you know, uh, they saw the NFL landscape, the NBA landscape, the NHL landscape and past scenarios with mergers and said, geez, if they couldn't survive as independent entities, why should we or why can us with the live folks? So let's go out there and let's join hands, which, you know, listen, it makes perfect sense. I They should have done this a long time ago. I told you for weeks for months, I've told you over a year, there is no way that they were going to be able to survive with all this money floating around with Saudi Arabia. And I understand that they took all their big guns, and I'm not too sure how many others they could have taken from the PJ Tour scenario after they made the initial plurge, a splurge and grabbed everybody. I'm not sure how many of those guys were still left, but the bottom line is the PJ Tour looks like a horse's ass right now. For all of those, and McElroy, you lead the brigade as far as the players are concerned who did nothing but scream and yell about what a disgrace it was that these players turned up back in our tour or even if they didn't do it that but thought that you know you got your tour we got ours i heard a lot of that from billy herschel and company all right well now uh, i guess that's not the case they have your tour too so now you're all joined in the kumbaya and I tell you, if I was a player and I turned down $100 million to go join the live a la Ram, I'm going to say to myself, hold on now. Dustin Johnson made $100 million. Mickelson made $200 Whatever the money is, you know, $100 million, $80 million, whatever the guarantees were, they made a fortune by running. I stayed put. And now a year later, they're kind of come back and play with us after I didn't take the $100 million. How's that fair? I got to wet my beak too. How in the world do they get all the money and now they come back and I get nothing? And that's not right. I mean, they're big stars. I'm a big star. I stayed in the PJ Tour. I showed loyalty, yet they didn't. And now they got the money and now they get a chance to play after 2023, by the way. I get a chance to play. That's not, that's not right. So if I was Rom or McElroy or Justin Thomas or Morikawa, all these guys who, you know, basically goodness of their hearts, conscience, whatever the reason, better courses, who knows? All these players who declined the invite from Liv and now are going to be joined by Liv after only one year. It's not like it's 20 years. It's 12, 13 months, for crying out loud. They barely left. They went for a cup of coffee. And now they're going to run back and they got the $100 million and now they can play on our tour again. Where's my $100 million? If I knew it was this easy, I would have signed up too. How come my loyalty wasn't rewarded? Now, maybe it will be. Well, what's the Saudi people and the PJ Tour people? Well, they're going to pay everybody who stayed behind $100 million to make them happy? That's a lot of $100 million, about 50 guys. It's about 50 players. You're all going to give them $100 million? That's Rom, Thomas, Morikawa, McElroy. We go on and on. Scheffler. I mean, there's a man, there's a lot of guys. 
who they paid a fortune to, equivalent of, and now they did not get the money, and yet they're going to be joined by the Kepkas, the DeChambeau's, the Westwoods, the Garcias, the Pereiras, uh, you know, Niminen, they're going to be uh, Dustin Johnson. They're all back now. They're all back. And Monaghan, that phony, you know, I tell you, if Jay Monaghan has any guts, how about going on some radio stations today and explain your position? CNBC, that's a financial outlet. Nobody's going to, nobody's grilling Jay Monaghan on the Financial Times. How about going somewhere and being grilled? Hold on now, Jay. You, you compared this to, uh, to basically deserting 9-11 families because of the 9-11 attacks who the families were all upset, and now you're joining hands with them? Where's your morality? You went on and on and on for, for a year, killing these guys. And then your puppets on the Golf Channel did the same thing. All puppets. And now we're going to walk them back with open arms? They never should have killed them to begin with. They never should have made a big stink about this to begin with. They should have realized what they were up against. They should have sensed the history of mergers in professional sports, kept their mouths shut, and quietly behind the scenes without all the noise, signed this deal a long time ago. That's what they should have done. All I heard for a long period of time, despite the, you know, A, they turned their back on the tour, turncoats, accepting money, how could good conscience? And then I heard once the majors began this year, well, they're never going to be any good. I mean, they haven't played. They're playing lousy courses. 54-hole tournaments, no cut, wearing pair of shorts, music blasting in the background, team concept. Who cares? That's not golf. That's all I heard. And once these guys get back to try to play on the PGA Tour and play in majors, they're going to get laughed at. Well, how'd it work out? Kepka's dominated the PJ Tour. Mickelson was great at the Masters. DeChambeau was great at the, um, uh, great obviously at the uh, at Oak Hill in the PGA. Throw in a guy like Patrick Reed who was a factor in both places. I mean, that's a bunch of so that that proved to be incredibly false. That somehow these guys needed to be honed up against great players. No, they didn't. They need that. Kep, Kep, did Kepka need that when he was destroying Hovland in the last three or four holes this past week? And if I was a PJ Tour player who actually believed in the concept of being loyal and not turning the back on the tour that made me famous and made me a fortune and actually had a conscience about not accepting money from, again, a, a country that has got a very checkered human rights record. And then, you know, uh, I'm going to, uh, so I, I, I put my nose out there to support the PJ Tour and then behind, the, my, behind my back, based on Twitter accounts today and notices from PJ players who was shocked when I heard this. I'd be more ticked off. Hold on now. You made a deal behind our back here on this situation after I went to bat for the PJ Tour and then you actually made a deal with them without even asking me about it first? That's the impression you get from reading all the golf Twitter pages. That's the impression you got. And again, all this should have been done a year ago. The PJ Tour is a lightweight compared to what money the Saudi Arabian folks had, a lightweight. They never, under any circumstances, in any period, for eons, never would have been able to compete with the financial resources that that oil-enriched country has. There wasn't a chance in hell. 
They should have read the tea leaves, understood that right away, keep their mouth shut when everybody defected, and then quietly came to an agreement and said, you know what? Listen, we don't like it any more than you do, but it's best for the sport. We're quietly sealing, signing an agreement. We're not going to scream and yell. We're not going to call Norman, you know, basically calling Norman Punches Pilot. We're signing a deal with him. That's what they should have done. And the DNP tour, same thing goes for them too. Instead, they fought a battle that they had no chance of ever winning. They were embarrassed by the success of the live players on the first part of the major season this year. They realized financially they had no chance. And then it seems like they made a deal behind the PJ Tour's back, players back, in the last 24 hours. And then Monahan goes on CNBC and thinks he's done his media qualifications. Go on some radio stations. Go on some shows that are ticked off at you. And let's see how much guts you have then. Face the music. Hey, Jay, you sold out your players here. Where, uh, where are all these comments that I've read the last year or so about how this is the biggest disgrace in the world that these players bailed out on you? And now you sign a deal with Liv? Where were you a year and a half ago? 9-11 you were talking about. You hide behind a statement? I'll tell you who looks great today. I'll say what you want. Say what you want. Anybody. Tiger, McElroy, Chambly, Lerner. And these guys are half of my love. Billy, Couples. Say what you want today. You know, you know who comes out smelling like a rose? And comes out looking like a... Fr- two people. Comes out looking like a genius and outfoxed you and was 100% right from the get-go and did a superb job. There's two people who look, gen- look like geniuses today. One is Donald Trump, who couldn't wait to tweet, who gave all his courses up so these guys could play on it. And two is Greg Norman. Greg Norman took Jay Monahan and the PJ Tour to the cleaners. To the cleaners. I'll tell you right now. McElroy, Rom, every single PJ Tour member that had something to say, I'm not sure if they did specifically, but I'm going to use them because we all know who they are. Monaghan, Lerner, Shambly, everybody. You know what they need to do? Go on television somewhere, put out a little tweet, and you owe Greg Norman an apology. You know, Greg, you were right. You won. You got a merger. Good for you. That's what they need to do. Show me something. I don't know if McElroy knew anything. Who knows what Tiger knew, or Norman for that matter. Who knows if they knew there was a deal in the works. I, I don't have any, I can't answer that. We're never going we're to know eventually, but we don't know that right now. This just happened in the last seven or eight hours. So we don't know that. But here's what I do know, is that the PJ players, and there were many of them, who went out of their way to knock the concept of taking blood money, and not just the broadcasters. There are a lot of PJ players who did the same thing, who had a lot to say about it. McElroy led the brigade. This is a joke. Uh, I'm not going to turn my back on a PJ tour. I'm not taking money that's blood money, blah, blah. I heard, you know, the, the, that, that tour stinks. It's not serious. There's no cuts. I heard a lot of that nonsense for the last 14 months. Well, what do these guys now say now when the umbrella that they play under is under Liv? What are now? You killed Liv and the concept of it for 14 months. And now, you, now, now you've joined hands with them. So what do you have to say now? Well, I had no problem with Kep. Forget, I don't care about Kepka or DeChambeau. I care about the concept of live, whether it be the way they conducted their tournaments, whether that had to do with where the money came from, uh, whatever the case, you had problems with the concept. And a lot of you were very vocal about it. They have their tour, we have ours. I heard a lot of that. 
I'm not playing. They, they, have, they, they shouldn't be allowed on the PJ Tour. How many PJ players in the last 12, 13 months say to a microphone, they have their tour, they shouldn't play in our tour? I heard a lot of people say they shouldn't play in the Ryder Cup. Thousands of people. They shouldn't play in the TPC. This is our tour. Let them play in their own tour. The Cameron Smiths of the world. They shouldn't play in our tour. How many of those players said that? Well, now, 13 months later, they are playing on your tour. You're as bad as they are. So what are you going to do about it now? So now it's okay? Well, how come for 13 months it wasn't okay? But now it's okay. Now, hey, you know, I didn't know about the deal. I didn't make the deal, but hey, I'm going to play. Is that, is that going to be your argument? Well, aren't you then taking blood money too? Aren't you doing the same thing that they did, just in a different way? And again, the other aspect of this from a PJ player standpoint, how about the player who did bypass the guaranteed money and did it by the goodness of his heart and he didn't take it and now, and Dustin Johnson did, so Dustin Johnson got the money and now he's allowed to play in the PJ Tour again. He can go to the Hartford Open. Well, hold on now. He took the money and now he got $100 million, and now he comes back and he can play on our tour again? I thought the whole idea of this is he couldn't play on our tour. Now he can? Well, then where's my money? I turned it down. How come I don't get money? So, I mean, it, it, there's a couple different ways to look at it, but if I was a player who honestly didn't want to take the money for a variety of reasons, one of them being loyalty, and then all of a sudden I wake up this morning on my Twitter feed or, you know, whatever I found the information or the news, and I find that we have joined forces with them, well, hold on now. How, where's my money? I, they wanted me too, and I bailed. Now all of a sudden, I don't, where's my money? Where's my $100 million? They offer me that. I, I, I want it. Where is that? By, by, in essence, this is a merger. I helped the PJ Tour. Yet now we've merged. Where's my money? Where, where is it? Boy, that, that would drive me crazy. That would drive me crazy, number one. And number two, if I opened up my big fat mouth and got on anybody who left whether it be a broadcaster or whether it be a player, uh, and I laughed at the idea of 54 holes and playing in shorts and music and no cuts and all that nonsense, and I made a mockery of it, and then I went out of my way saying, they got there too, we got our tour. Hey, they let them play in those godforsaken hell holes. We got our tour. This is what we got. If anybody said that, and there's plenty of them who did, well, what do they say now? Turned out to be... Okay. How about all the people who knocked Mickelson? I mean, now Mickelson comes out looking like a hero. You know, he, he, looks like, he looks like Samuel Goppers, for crying out loud. He joined forces of another league and created a merger to make everybody wealthier. He looks like Samuel Goppers. Sally Field. I mean, he looks like one of the great unionizers of all time. And all the players who killed Mickelson, what are they saying now? Well, a lot of them won't say anything. Because they have, you know, they refuse to talk. We can't get a golfer on today. Jim Herman doesn't fit this one. We need a big golfer today. We need Rahm on. Thomas on. They're not coming on. Are you kidding me? Spieth. These guys never come on anyway. I could be at the event. They're not coming on. Can I get you three minutes? No. Sorry, I can't. Talk to my agent. Talk to my agent. And Monaghan, the biggest phony. What a phony. What a phony he is. But I tell you right now, if I was a PJ Tour member in good standing who did, was offered a fortune and bypassed it to stay on the PJ Tour out of morality, loyalty, whatever the reason, and then I wake up this morning and I wasn't aware of this, and I see that Monaghan and his crew signed the deal with Liv, 
I, I am going to be freaking, I, I'm going to demand that he leave. I'm going to be so ticked off. That, that's a joke. He sold, he sold you down the river is what he did. He sold you down the river. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.